Tisha Stewart Bink, I'm backstage at Stand and Cooling with Amy Gladhill. Hello Amy. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you finding the festival so far? Bit soggy, but really nice. Really, really nice, yeah. Soggy but nice. There's a <laughs> comparison there. So you've done a lot of festivals before, this is your first time at Stand? No, I've done, it's my first time at Stand and Calling, but I've done lots and lots of festivals before. Some as a comedian, some as a punter, some as a litter picker. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, as you do. Whatever gets you in the gate, really. Whatever gets you in, exactly. Yeah. Tickets can be expensive. I've picked my way through several thousand festivals. <laughs> Good tip. Good tip. Uh, so in all the time you've been to festivals and all the stuff you've seen, what's the most festival-defining moment you've seen out and about? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, uh, well, whilst litter picking at uh, Latitude Festival, I remember seeing, um, sorry if this is a bit graphic, I remember seeing uh, a miniature bottle of Prosecco with a condom over it. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yep, that will do for Latitude. That is Latitude in a nutshell. Is that to preserve the life of the Prosecco or? I, I didn't stick around to find out. Or something other form of late night entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> You're one half of the double act, the delightful sausage. I am indeed, yes. The better half, I would say. Of course. Of, of course. course. He's not here to defend himself, so I am definitely the better half of the delightful sausage. Uh, but we're just saying you're performing today on your own stand-up stuff. Yes, we're not. You were worried that we'd we'd split up. We'd, yeah, we're I very, <laughs> we haven't split up. Um, so I do my own solo stuff and always have done, and uh, always will do because I, I like to keep a, a toe in both both pools of solo and double act stuff. Um, yeah. But it's the double act that will be going to the Edinburgh Festival. So that's coming up soon. So I'm thinking a lot about the delightful sausage at the moment and panicking, panicking quite a lot actually. Yeah. Yeah, Edinburgh's really soon. It's not long to go. We set off on Tuesday and we really? still have work to do and I don't get back from festivals until Monday evening. So I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> you just have to wing it, right? Just wing it. Yeah, yeah just bloody wing it. Everybody wings it. How long you been together mm. as a double act? Two, three years, three years, but we're both doing stand up for like six or something, so we're kind of old hats at performing. But yeah, we've been working together for about three years now. Be a third show, so yeah, three so years. Three years is enough time to gel, yeah, a, to wing it on stage together. Yeah, I, do you know what? It, it, I think we've got better at winging it, which is really good, but it also means that we have maybe let things slip a little bit because we're like, no, we can wing it, we don't need to write that uh. bit down. We can just have a great time in the moment. Um, yeah. And then forget on the night. And absolutely, <laughs> and absolutely get there, panic, sweat. Just the best thing about doing the double act is uh, catching each other's eye when we both know that it's going off the rails and neither one of us is like taking the step to save it and we're both just looking at each other and it's, it's just going wildly off course. Um, and that look of terror in someone's eye is is quite electric, really. It's quite it's quite exciting. <laughs> Must be nice as a stand-up comedian performing by yourself as well. Uh, when you're when you're having that kind of gig with someone else, you can look them in the eye and go, "We're in this together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Although the, <laughs> there's been a few moments, but not for not for a few years. When we first started, we were doing loads of bits, which. Um, 
We hadn't thought through enough. Okay, so we wanted to do ironic bits about Chris, who is a white, straight man, and we was doing a lot of things about him um, saying that the, the white, straight man was like an endangered species and and needed like looking after and when was it going to be his time to, to have a voice. And we realised that we hadn't set it up well enough that the audience knew that we were taking the mic. And there was this bit where Chris used to do this monologue and I'd sort of be just stood looking at him and that is the bit that would turn gigs and would often just plough into the ground. And gradually I started taking like backward steps and I was just like <laughs> nearly off stage. Just, just On your watching, own, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just watching him struggle and like looking at it like it was a fever dream and just kind of distancing myself from it but we yeah we quickly snipped that out and uh, I haven't left him on his own for a while so we are getting better at that sorry Chris if you're listening he's getting nervous now he's well maybe I'm not maybe I will go to bed a bit yeah, yeah exactly although we did a gig in Edinburgh called Comedy in the Dark which is a really fun gig they run it every year and it's comedians doing their set in the dark that's how they came up with the title oh. and um this was the one day of the run when Chris had a hangover when we was doing comedy in the dark so the lights went off and Chris stopped talking he just stopped talking and I couldn't even make eye contact with him because it's pitch black so so he really just like just left me to it on that one and then when the lights came back up I was like He's even still there, and he was still there, and he just looked, he just looked really sweaty and pale. And I was like, are you all right? And he's like, no, I just felt really sick when the lights went off and the room was spinning. Right, okay, so we've, we were kind of, yeah, we're as bad as each other. No more gigs with the lights off. No more gigs with the lights off. Oh, lights on, please. <laughs> Uh, so obviously you're here doing your stand-up show today by yourself. Uh, what can you tell people about your, your own personal stand-up? Um, so my personal stand-up is very confessional. Um, I need to remember to change people's names and stuff because I just sort of, <laughs> I do take it exactly from, just lift it from real life exactly as is, barely add anything to it really. <laughs> um, and it's, it's more conversational and certainly more mainstream than the delightful sausage but you can't really get much more alternative than that so it would be weird if it was if, if it wasn't <laughs> more yeah exactly exactly um, but I enjoy it I really enjoy doing my stand up as well because it gives me a chance to talk to the audience a little bit I feel like I can, hopefully I can get everyone involved and they seem like a really good crowd here today so I'm I'm excited to get on yeah they seem yeah Get it done. Uh, so, the print show you're taking up there is with the delightful sausage. Yes. What, yes, what can people look forward to to seeing that? Okay, so it's called Ginster's Paradise, and it is about two um, northern, because we're very northern, uh, two northern uh, holiday reps who, I mean, it's um, so basically it's like Heidi High meets Shutter Island meets <laughs> meets like a really terrible. Like a terrible fever dream. Yeah. I said fever dream already, but I think a lot of our stuff is just like a fever dream. I think that's how we get our inspiration. Um, 
and it's yeah, it's set in this northern holiday camp. Things start to go a bit awry. We wrote it, we went to Pontins in Southport to get some inspiration and it was fascinating. Have you ever, have you ever been I to a Pontins? I can't ever actually been to a Pontins. We did Havens, it's probably did sort you? of similar, right? Yeah. I, think, I think Havens posher though, you know? Yeah, it may be. Oh, no. Maybe. No, I forgot I'm talking to a southerner, my, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Been to Welsh holiday parks, which are probably kind of that that well, level. There's, yeah, there's a Pontins in in Wales. I think there's a few in Wales. Um, but yeah, so it's like that kind of Butlins stuff. It's like Butlins, but a nightmare. Yeah. So there, yeah, come. <laughs> we look forward to checking that out. So when can we see it? Uh, it's on at noon. Great time, noon, done by 1pm. Oh, oh yes. gosh, what a, what a treat. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Then you can have a big lunch and then go back to bed. Oh, it's perfect. So we're on at noon every day except for the 13th. And we're on at the wonderful venue, the Monkey Barrel, which is on Blair Street. And the whole, the whole bill at the Monkey Barrel is just, it's outstanding. We were there last year as well, and we're just so excited to go back there. It's my favourite venue in Edinburgh. And they've got an extra venue this year, and everything that they book is just, I mean, I know I'm blowing my own trumpet because they booked us uh, as well. Maybe they only book the best. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're the exception that proves the rule, but it's uh, <laughs> it is yes, yeah, gonna be it's gonna be great. Get to the monkey bar barrel for noon, for noon, for noon, for noon. Please. So why not the thirteenth? Is that superstition thing? No, we just wanted a little. We just wanted a little rest. Day off. <laughs> Day off, please. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so a lot of people do uh, some crazy things to promote their shows in Edinburgh. Uh, people wear funny things and do weird stuff. What's uh, have you got any weird stuff planned? Promo. Oh, you're making me feel bad now, like we've not done Aww. good PR. Um, no, not really, because in our show we, we do weird stuff and dress, like usually, so the last two years I've dressed as a hot dog throughout the entire show and we don't reference it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like a PR stunt in itself really, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I did want to look silly this year and I was kind of like sick of wearing this bloody cheap <laughs> horrible hot dog costume fair enough so we so i'm not wearing it this year but instead we've sort of swapped that for we're wearing um these orange polar neck jumpers which are the hottest thing oh. in the whole world and we've got this skirt that we both get in at one point so i yeah i think if we did anything else crazy it would be it would be overkill <laughs> but if you think of anything let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah let me know. Maybe maybe we should do something like we were tempted because we called it Ginster's Paradise. We were tempted to sort of contact Ginsters and be like, Yeah. Hey, get involved. But then we also thought, mm, if we bring it to their attention, they might sue us. So let's just keep quiet. <laughs> Otherwise I'll ask you to change your name to the delightful sausage roll. Oh, hey. Hey. There's hey. Definitely, a, definitely a link there. You can. There is. Oh my gosh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so I do this thing on my other interview acts. Uh, we do like a question tag. Uh, so the question for my last act, um, I totally can't remember. What did she ask? Uh, might have to skip that bit because I genuinely can't remember. What the <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Oh, that's really annoying. So what's your question for my next guest? Um, what's the most annoying thing someone could do to you just before you go on stage? Uh-huh. I presume you're talking to one. performers exclusively. Yeah, yeah, well, comedians and 
singers and songwriters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess my question is, when you're just about to go on, what's the what's the thing that would bug you the most that somebody around you was doing? Awesome. Yeah. Just remember what it was. What? Go for it. It was, uh, if you could perform in the best place, the greatest place you could perform, where would it be? Mm. Apart from Stand and Calling. Apart from Stand and Calling at the uh. Edinburgh Festival Monkey Barrel at noon. <laughs> um, I would have to say I'd really love to perform. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. I, I So I think the I kind of already performed in the place that I really wanted to perform in, so I feel like a real like knobhead for saying for saying it but there's I want to go back yeah <laughs> there's a there's a real beautiful theatre in Leeds called the City Varieties and I'd seen loads of amazing stuff there like Frank Sidebottom and stuff and then I was lucky enough to perform there this year and I couldn't believe that I was because I just love it it's just like a beautiful theatre and it's oh yeah it's gorgeous wonderful um, and I got to perform there this year and I left my leggings in the car so I had to make a choice before going on stage of either going on with a dress with no leggings on but the stage is quite high and I was very worried about what the front row would see yeah. or just go on in my, I drive in my pyjamas, you know, if it's like a long journey for oh, comfort, wow. it's, yeah, it's genius. <laughs> and, uh, Slippers on? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, well, big thick socks, comfy pyjamas, <laughs> no makeup, oh, it's wonderful. Brilliant. And um, I just had to go on in, in my pyjamas in like my dream venue <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was even even better, I think. Just literally rolled that. out of bed, yeah. went in. All right, guys, All right. not bothed, not bothed <laughs> about being here anywhere. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That is my answer. You go back there again then. In in clothes or in pajamas again? Oh, pajamas all the way. Yeah. Oh, I never want to perform in clothes ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Only pajamas and sausage hot dog. Exactly. Outfits. Exactly that. <laughs> Amy, thanks for chatting to us. Have a fantastic set today, and good luck in Edinburgh. We look forward to coming seeing you. Thank you for having me. Goodbye. Bye.